Cyberpunk Red, The Dark Future. The year is 2045, and our edge runners Shade, Shift, Oni, and Carl have just come off a major job with their rocker boy friend Mizuki. They've got a new job in front of them, and a new game master at the head of the table. In this campaign arc, a sequel to the Lucy in the Sky bonus campaign from Massive Damage Adventures Season 4, Ian takes the chrome chair, and I join as a player. This will be about a 20-episode mini-campaign, with each episode being 40 to 60 minutes. Our intro music is Challenge Day by Mindbender, and the background music is Sirenscape's official Cyberpunk Red soundscapes. If you're interested in running your own Cyberpunk Red campaign virtually, get yourself a free Roll20 account at Roll20.net and pick up the Cyberpunk Red Roll20 edition for $39.99 US. Got a physical copy of Red and still want to use the virtual table? No problem, Chum. The character sheet is free. You've just got to do the extra legwork to load your maps, assets, and Machiavellian schemes. And, as you jack into the digital streets of Night City, don't forget the Edge Runner's rules. Style over substance. Attitude is everything. Live on the edge. Break the rules. Frogger, how does the lock come undone? Uh, so this is the sort of one where it's just like a quick hack where he goes up, sort of pulls something off. There's like a spark. And then he puts the panel back up and the door will open. Real Star Wars style? Yeah. So, like, uh, as the conversation ends, you, like, slam the panel back in and it goes, door opens up. Yeah, exactly. Also, talking Star Wars, just a random aside, uh, I finally read a a discussion on why shooting the door panels in Star Wars always works. Because they're in space, and it's a fail-safe. If it breaks, it closes. And I was like, oh my god, that actually makes sense. The same thing that happens in CDC. Um, where all yeah. of their uh, doors are wired for negative pressure so that um, not only do the doors automatically close because of springs, uh, the airflow is designed, well, like, because magnets, springs, magnets, how they work. Um, <laughs> the airflow is also designed that they flow from outside to inside, then it's all taken through a central area and dispersed so that if there is any airborne pathogens, they move further into the facility and not out. I mean, it's just such a funny, like, space opera trope and then it was like no there's hard science behind it i was like oh that makes perfect sense i love it ian when you said cdc my brain did not think the center for disease control it thought of some sort of battle game that you've played called cdc much like command and conquer uh i was like i've never played that one it's cool uh so what does this next office look like uh, this next office Sex. could not be more tonally different. Um, there is a local sports team. Um, it's the Night City Nighthawks. Um, yeah, the entirety oh. of the team is here. Um, we don't know why we're here. Four are all athlete. It's very strange. It's fleshy as you walk over it. Everything Ugh. is moist in a very real way. It's just gross. <laughs> um, it's covered in memorabilia. <laughs> Uh, in the center of it, there's like a statue of like a famous Nighthawk player. We'll call it Grav Ball. Um, Love it. Where uh, this year there was only six deaths, um, so it's like it's been a good year for them. Um, and uh, Frogger does not step into the room. He waves Carl forward. Uh, Reasonable. Yeah, Carl goes through. Okay, uh, you walk in, um, and yeah, you're in this room. There's I slice the everywhere. pie as I enter. Is... Oh, okay. Is that a euphemism? 
that is a search term for entering a host, a potentially hostile room. Oh, you so you are slice your pie. It. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Doors and corners. You got it. Um, we'll get you killed every time. So this one, like the last one, has a heavy weapon turret in the center of the room. Um, that is currently inactive. Um, it beeps like it doesn't beep, but like the light flashes red ominously at you to let it let you know its presence. Um, it seems pretty large. It seems like it's got like some firepower behind it. It's not active at all, um, and this door is closed. And so you assume that Secretary Lady has no way of knowing that you entered this room. Uh, I'm going to do a quick check for cameras, assuming that they're here, and then I'm going to potentially try and just stop Lady from seeing us moving from room to room. Sure. Um, there's definitely cameras. Um, they're, you recognize them as not wired into the main security. You recognize them as like closed circuits. They're going to a specific location. Um, and yeah, let's do... That's going to be just like... are we? I, we're not attempting to compromise the the net infrastructure. We're trying to like legitimately electronic security tech them, right? Yeah, just, you know, standard loop. These, office, these offices are supposed to be empty. So just looping the last five seconds over and over sort of thing. Okay, yeah. So um, not hard to, like, you walk in and you probably have, like, a piece of software, a tech thing that, like, records the area and then, like, can do different angles of it. Um, okay, I've set the difficulty. Um, go ahead and roll electronic security tech. I'll throw Tiger two man. more luck into this. And rolled a nine, so that's a 24. Okay. Um, you, as near as you can tell, have done that. And these cameras are compromised. You'd have to see the end of the CCTV to figure out if you have done it or not. But it seems like you haven't tripped anything obvious. All right. So we've got one last door to open up um, to get into Hank Frick's office. I guess that's me again. Yeah, it's not me. Wait, wait. Is is the door a car? <laughs> Oni, can you drive this door? <laughs> the door is made by um, Mercedes. I'll just, I'll, I'll just drift it through the... It's like it's like one of those kids' race car pads, except it's a door. <laughs> uh, spending two more luck. Okay. Oh, okay. excellent. Uh, 23. Oh, well then. Pops open again. Uh, same procedure this time? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, okay. You want me to yeah. roll for uh, the camera again? Uh, the camera is there. I liked your previous roll enough that I'll say that the cameras are, are you know, you're kind of doing this. I don't want to make you roll for every single room. Sounds good. Um, this room is obviously like a different room. It's a lot larger. You open it up into um, a big, like we'll call it like 40 foot by 30 foot kind of like cavernous room, big high vaulted ceilings. Um, at the end of it is a desk made out of like black glass. Um, and beside it is like a drink chart, a drink like cart. Um, and on top of it, there is a single computer terminal and a single keyboard. Um, and that's it. It's just this like big, massive, empty room with a massive desk at the end of it. There isn't even besides the chair behind the desk, any places for someone visiting to sit. Not what I was expecting, Carl. What did you think it was going to be? Like, I figured a mini bar at least. 
Oh, this guy is way too much of a dickhole for that. Um, so are we walking into the room? Scan this one. This one's going to be guarded. Um, this one has no security you can tell in it. Um, That's the problem. Would you like to make me a perception check? Yeah, I'll look with my eyes. Uh, sure, yeah. With your cyber eyes? I do have cyber eyes. I think. Just kidding, you have no eyes. <laughs> I wouldn't have put eyes in. No, I do. I have cyber eyes. Did the sheet change? I feel like it did. I feel like it got bigger. Perception yeah, top they updated this. No, the cyberware sheet. Feels like it's bigger. I have a short code for perception already hot keyed. Shakasha! 18 perception. Um, you do not see any visible signs of any security measures. Um, as far as you can tell, the room's clean. Looks clear. All right. Monster. Yep. Definitely uh, does not step into the room and waves Carl forward again. Yeah, Carl goes in. Uh, what kind of boots do you have? Uh, we're all dressed tough, as security guards, aren't we? Tough ones, yeah. They're security boots. So the sound when you are stepping onto the floor of the main office is like echoey and immediately when you pass through the um, the door there's like a, a weird sensation that kind of passes over you like you're passing through like a, a bit of an electronic field like you're, you kind of get like a bit of a shiver as you pass through um, and the the office is strangely like spartan and clean like in the way that everything else and all the other offices smelled fresh for the first time in your life this smells like nothing it smells like sterile in a way that would be disturbing like there's nothing in this room but you're breathing it and it's weird um and the 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 the, the sound of your boots as you like walking on the next floors all the floors and all this um a level of the facility are all like black marble um the sound deadens immediately as you enter to be like quieter in a way that feels strange to you no other effects cool floor um, when he says cool floor, everyone else hears it a lot quieter. Like you should have heard him and you hear, you heard him like barely whisper, like cool floor. Freaky. This is a place where you don't expect to be heard. You don't want to be heard. You can do weird stuff. Odd stuff. That's what we're here for. Weird stuff. I mean, that's our cover. We do the weird stuff. I mean, literally, we do the weird stuff. Anyway. Yeah. Does his desk look like it might contain a drawer where cigars would be found? Yeah, so it's got like the, it's got like the, it's not like a, like an Ikea desk. It's like a traditional desk that has like a front to it. Um, so if you walked around, you could probably find. Um, Made of black glass? Yes. Weird. It looks like it's been. It looks like imagine like a traditional desk, like an old timey desk, um, one of like the big ones, except that it was like all curved from one, all carved from one piece of black glass. 
That's like very this... hard to imagine. But I'm with you. <laughs> so they have glass drawers in a glass desk. That can't be bad at all. Um, well, his desk is going to be booby-trapped as shit. Yeah. You want me to take a look? Am I good at that? Um, everyone who walks into the room, um, you feel that same electronic buzz as you pass through the barrier. Um, there's no physical barrier, to be clear. But as you pass through the doorway, you feel that buzz. And then as you enter in, you feel the sound deadening and all that stuff. And it just feels strange. Um, this is Ian's weird way of saying that we've like entered, like we went through a portal and we're in like a different planet or a different universe or something. And he's going to blend this with some other weird thing. Uh, look under your chairs. You'll all see your character sheets <laughs> there. Uh, oh. your paladin. Um, <laughs> How'd you get into my house? <laughs> I mean, you you it in Eric would just do that for the both of you if yeah. I asked him in a heartbeat. Yeah, I like, I, like, no, I could, I could do it easily. <laughs> we do the weird stuff. Uh, Frogger is good at hiding and finding things on his person. He's not as good at finding booby traps. Wait, he's good at finding stuff that he's hidden on himself? <laughs> I have... Exclusively? <laughs> I have a background in street magic. <laughs> so you That's lose stuff on yourself a lot? No, no, no. Uh, I'm good at patting other people down and finding things that they've hidden. Ah, okay. If the desk was a person, basically what he's yeah, saying yeah. is... So pretend this desk is a person. Do some illusions. <laughs> Pulls out a deck of cards. Uh, is uh, someone else going to volunteer for this? Uh, also, I'm going to need a call of who's in the room currently and who's not. Frogger's uh, in the room. In the room. In the room. In the room. Trying to guard then. Okay, so you're in the sports room. Okay. Sports room. Conversation room. Sports room. Quiet room. Um, these are all people's offices as well. There's been desks in each of them, so they're like they they appear to be like executives from um, Petrochem. Um, so who's checking the desk for booby traps? Tim, how's your perception? Oh, uh, only a ten. I have a thing. Who? But I don't know what it is. Oh, so, you know, there's that. Why well, don't? Where in the book is roll uh, things? Roll, roll abilities? abilities? I can uh, never remember. Every time I look, there's two places. One that tells you what thing you get page, and then what that thing does. So page 143, <sighs> but as a solo, you're on 146. 146. Yeah. Just, uh, the bookmarks and the layout kind of perfect. At times. I'm, I'm looking at the... Um... I have it all flagged. <laughs> Looking at the custom rules I wrote for someone, um, and uh, Jen's character has two subheadings, one of which is, hey, girl, and the other one is, we're even now. Uh, uh, then I will switch all of my roll ability to threat detection, adding plus five to perception. Ooh. Nice. Oh, I forgot about all these. Uh, I'll just give everyone the name of all of their I forgot about them, too. Uh, so Frogger's is called Webchat Weeaboo. Uh, Carl's is Goo Rounds. 
uh, Oni's is smuggling compartment, the least interesting and most obvious <laughs> of all of them. Uh, Shades is friend in high slash low places, and Shift is cutting words. So they're all the customer rules. You switched our names around. Again. Uh, sorry, Shift is cutting words. Shade is friends in high slash low places. You just did it again, but that's okay. Yeah. Shade is high slash low places. Shift is cutting words. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no, legitimately, the notes are in a row. <laughs> uh, sh- uh, um, I have I have a text from Melissa in Shift's notes with like I just yeah it's bad in my notes. <laughs> well so done, Melissa. Uh, S I uh, That's a joke <laughs> for only Merrick. I missed it. S I C. SIC in journalism is uh, code for, I, I assume you might have known it for editing. It's code for when you're relaying something um, and the error exists in the original speech rather than the edited version. And so uh-huh. if somebody screws up saying something, you put SIC behind it and it's a Latin thing basically saying the person screwed up, I as the editor noticed it and did not correct it. Right. So I have always just pronounced that sick. <laughs> sick is part of Parabellum. I get it. Yeah, absolutely. You want peace? Prepare for war. Um, you said a perceptionis. Uh, yes. Uh, sixteen, which becomes a twenty-one. Sic er- sic erit scriptum. Thus was it written. Uh, twenty-one was... with a perception. Yes. Um. So there is uh, not only is there a um. A, like a keyboard terminal and like a projection screen on the desk. Um, the entire desk appears to be wired to sense physical touch. Um, you expect that it's wired that way for some form of illicit kind of gesture type things like um, some control panel. <laughs> yeah. Put your middle fingers down on it and it summons up um, through a holographic projector, a giant middle finger that rotates. I um, want that. Am I uh, desk? It, it it, uh, it you, you turn it on and it weirdly says uh, Nighthawks drool, um, Los Angeles <laughs> Lakers rule. Um, <laughs> the Lakers still play grab ball. In the yeah, Lakers. Lakers switched right when um, um, when the Utah Jazz uh, uh, rebelled against the NBA and formed the grab. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Some deep lore we're getting into. Yeah, we're not we're not building this into the world. I don't I don't care enough. Um, and you also can tell that uh, there doesn't appear to be any wirings to like anything. Like it appears to be everything appears to be wired to the room in a weird way. Like there's no external sources. Everything's going off into the room as a whole. But you can also tell that there are pressure sensors for each of the three desk drawers that you can see that will trip if you open them. Shit. You I could relate this. Yeah, you relate to everyone. You could finagle them. There's a way in which you could open them without tripping them, but um, the mechanism is, pr- is pretty fine. I relate it specifically to Frogger. I mean, I, I feel as if we could do, like, parallel systems here. If somebody else wants to deal with the drawers, I could try and get into the computer. And I don't know two kicks at the can Merrick feels like he's well a lot tonight and is hoping to give someone else a chance to <laughs> correct no see this is my screen 
This is bait because anyone else now that's gonna roll is going to guarantee to fuck like just pooch it. <laughs> yeah, just... like I've succeeded twice on like twenty plus rolls. I don't know if I should be doing this again. I have no security or anything like that. I got nothing Ditto. else. Yeah. Like that is not a factor of mine. I break through security with explosives, not Does Shade have any security tech? Um a little. Did... I've got a little. In it. I've got a little. I can. I can try. Spend luck. <laughs> yeah. All okay. of it. Okay, I'll come in and I will help. Uh, that's electronic security tech. Okay. So who's doing? Who's doing what? Who's doing the? The computer. You're doing the computer, Merrick, and you're I'm doing, doing the, the computer. Sensor. And I'm rolling the other one. Okay. All right, here I go. Oh, wait, and I have to spend luck ahead of time. Correct. Yeah. I spent eight luck. Sounds good. Whoa, good <laughs> job. So I'm just going to, I but now have zero out of eight cl- luck. Clarification, does she need to make three rolls because there are three drawers? No, I'm not feeling that pedantic. I'll say that one <laughs> rolls for all three. I was glaring. <laughs> <laughs> pedantic. Shallow and pedantic. Rolled 17 plus 8, 25. That's above the incredible I had set it at uh, to not set it off. Yes. Yes. So you, uh, you like open up the drawers. Um, In the top drawer is a notebook and very nice pen. In the second drawer, is um, a computer terminal, um, like a like an agent, um, and the last one is um, a pack of uh, um, a, a pack of cigarettes, some cigars, and five vintage cans of Coke, each sitting on personal chillers. Okay, so all of that goes in my backpack eagerly, and uh, I mean, I'll share it later. Right now, it's in the backpack and ready to go, even if we're running out of here. And I tell Frogger, oh, hey, there's a personal agent in here. What was in the first drawer again? Um, The first drawer was a uh, pad of paper and a pen. Oh, and uh, yeah, I I check the pad of paper to see if there's... There is nothing, as far as you can tell, written on the pad of paper. Uh, Frogger definitely goes. Anything. It can Gross. Steal. Analog. <laughs> um, if you Disgusting. if you look at the paper long enough, you can tell that it's creased as if someone wrote on it, but you can't detect the presence of any inks. Oh, okay, so no special inks or anything. It's just the pad that was underneath the one they were writing on. I mean, you're looking yeah, with your eyes. I take a pencil and I go. A pencil is like a grand on the black market. Where are you going to find a pencil? Well, first of all, it's a pencil that is just a rock. <laughs> I call it a pencil. Um, you uh, like scratch some like dust onto it, and you can see that there definitely someone has written on this, but it also is written in a language you don't understand. Whoa! Like it appears to be like symbols. Like it looks like the Futurama language. It's like all crazy stuff. Cool. Uh, no one has seen a Coke in like 60 years ever since the PepsiCo Wars. Um, there would have absolutely been a war. I, I assume Shade doesn't like super know what this is other than it's some 
off-brand cola she's never seen before in an executive's desk so it's gotta be something good yeah it also has like uh if you like examine it it says like bottled in 94 wow i don't know if that would still taste good does coke go bad i don't know it does uh, it, it does. does did you know oh. that I, a carbonation could just leave a can even if it's not yes. opened correct yes, I have several yep. of those in my house right now I have about 10 bottles of flat pop. No, maybe more. Yeah, that was, um, that was an interesting discovery. I did, I did learn. learn that the like soda crackers can go bad if left long enough. That was a very sad day. Like, only, I think it's like honey. So are like we... really tough for to go bad. Uh, honey basically really doesn't go bad. Um, yeah. it is turns into almost, rocks and then you make it honey again. Yeah, it's almost permanently shelf stable. Um, all right, so Frogger, um, we're getting close to end time here, so we're going to um, have you make your electronic security roll, and then I think we'll give some last bits of information we'll call it for tonight. I've got one okay. luck left. And now I have zero luck left. Let's go. Natural one. Yes. Uh, with a minus one, so I end up with a thirteen. Um. So you attempt to compromise it, and um, there is like there's like a soft blue light running around all of the desk. It's like soft lighting that you can't tell the source of, strangely. Like, you don't see, like, obvious lights. Um, And there's that same blue glow on, like, the base of the terminal. Um, When you touched the keyboard, like, a massive kind of screen came up with, like, a lock icon on it, like, obviously locked. Um, It was, like, a hollow terminal. And you attempt to pass it in. You're working through areas of security. You're trying to, like, like, hack biometrics and do all sorts of, like, crazy type stuff in it. And then, like, at some point, it just goes, like, and the screen turns off. Uh, and a little red glow appears around first the computer, and then the desk, and then um, the air changes slightly as like Uh-oh. you hear a hiss, and then suspended in midair above the holographic terminal are the words written out: "Nanite swarm activated." Dicks. Frogger slams his helmet down and says, out of here. Out of here now. We gotta go. And I think that's where we'll end it for tonight. Uh, (laughs) Well, we're taking a personal agent with us, I guess. And some good cigars, cigarettes, and Coca-Cola. Hopefully. (laughs) Yeah, hopefully we can get, like, to the 40 feet out of this room. Um, Out the window. I mean, the window is behind you. Big, massive plate window. If if you guys have parachutes or can make your way down the building, that's not a terrible idea. But uh, we will resolve the uh, we'll resolve the the first failure, uh, which was not even enough to beat a, a difficult roll, and it was higher than difficult, unfortunately. That's how it rolls. Thank you for the game, Ian. Yeah, thank you. For the game. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's ready to go back to work tomorrow? No. Yep. No. Thanks for listening to this episode of Cyberpunk Red Homestead. 
please rate and subscribe and follow us on Twitter at SkyhammerK, on Instagram and YouTube at SkyhammerPress, and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Massive Damage Adventures. <laughs>